Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's edition of This Woman Can. I am your host, Janice Sutherland, career strategist for the black woman over 40 who wants to have a career far more aligned to their values and their professional and personal priorities. Now the term quiet quitting has been trending for a hot minute and if you haven't heard about what it is, Basically, it means to stop going above and beyond at work. You're doing enough to just keep your job and not leave your job. Now, in my opinion, quietly quitting is not an option for black women. To quote Nina Chinza, Associate Professor at the University of Guelph's Department of Management, quiet quitting is a privilege that is afforded to people who have some perception that they have power at work, that their voice matters, and I really couldn't agree more. Once you factor in the intersectionality of age with race and then and gender, then to be a black woman over the age of 40, over the age of 50, is to face certain challenges and realities to grow up with the notion that we need to work twice as hard to get half as far. Feeling the need to overperform due to the fact that we're often overlooked promotion and advancement opportunities. Navigating a workspace where we're micromanaged to a higher degree than our Caucasian counterparts. Knowing that any mistake we make is amplified and performance reviews can be fraught with you know, with just try, trying to explain how good we are. Then there's running the gauntlet of microaggressions or unfair treatment. And acknowledging the importance of setting boundaries to protect our mental health. And to be told that the additional responsibilities placed on us, you know, those extra jobs you get at work without being rewarded for it, that they will help our career in the long run. We all know it's a lie. That no matter how hard you work, you will not get the salary you deserve or the promotion that you've focused on for years. This is the lived experience of numerous, many, many black women in the corporate world. And it's time to redefine your relationship with your career. Now, whilst we need to recognize, let me just put this out then, we need to recognize that substandard corporate culture and the regular gaslighting of black women by corporate leaders is a, is, is, a, is a key reason, should I say, for quiet quitting, that employers need to create better work conditions and remove corporate toxicity is a given. But when I look at this quiet quitting trend, what I'm reading, what I'm feeling, is that the sole responsibility of how an employee should feel at work is down to the employer. And but I don't know, and I don't know about you, but I don't like putting the sole responsibility of my career future in the hands of someone else. I really, I've always and always striven to be far more in control of what my career future holds. And quiet quitting is maybe a passive approach to a problem with your work life because Let's be honest, you're just letting it happen to you when what you really need to understand is the relationship between what you want from work that can actually help you to actually redefine your relationship with career, with what works for you. And if that doesn't pan out, then we all know what we need to do. We need to make that exit, look at transitioning our careers. 
But before we get there, let me share with you a few things you can do. So, you know, to help you get forward. Firstly, you don't have to wait for employer to map out your future and you can get increased returns when you take charge of your own personal development. Now I hear you ask, how do I do that? No problem. As I said, I'm going to share with you a few actions. First of all, those weekly one-to-ones, those monthly reviews you have, use those to discuss your goals with your manager to gain their buy-in and support. And if you don't already have regular meetings, request to have a quick meeting with your immediate manager. But be prepared for that meeting. You're just going to sit there and think, you know, it's all they're going to talk at you. Be prepared for the meeting. You want to be clearly outlining what your aspirations are for the next six to 12 months and the support you're requesting to enable that to happen. But you also want to make sure that what you do will support the business and how you'll support the business by being better developed. Two, remember there's no such thing as a free lunch. Not every employer provides time for personal development, but that doesn't mean that you can't take your own personal development into your own hands. Give yourself some study time by utilizing your lunch break. Use a couple of those hours each week to actually expand your knowledge. Maybe first of all, actually take that lunch break and read articles, listen to a podcast, take an online course. Thirdly, Create your own 90-day personal development plan. Sometimes thinking 12 months ahead can often be daunting and we lose the impetus as the reward for what we're doing right there seems so far away. So break it down, break it down to smaller chunks. And within that plan, create the goals that you want to focus on for the next 90 days. Highlight the actions you can discuss with your manager in those one-to-ones I spoke about earlier and during your team meetings. Identify ways that you can get support to actually attain your actions. Look at the way you and your team members can help each other to achieve your individual and organizational goal. The next thing to remember is that your boss doesn't have to spend money on you. We often think when we talk about development, we our minds turn to formal study, going to university, college, degrees, etc. Most organizations, especially now post-COVID, have limited budget for development. But that doesn't mean you have to miss out on your own personal development. There are numerous ways that you can learn. And it doesn't all have to be about attending conferences or online courses, or paid online courses, I say, because there's loads of free courses online. So what I want you to do here is an action for you is look for more innovative ways to develop your learning. And I've talked about podcasts just like this, reading blogs you know you'll really be surprised at what resources are out there for you to learn that are free of charge just out there and you know just a simple act of talking to somebody from a different department is all learning so put your thinking caps on and try and get that information different ways Number five, find a mentor. If your goal is to become a leader, take a more leadership role, how much do you really know about what it takes to be a successful leader? If we're honest, the reality versus the fantasy of leadership often differs greatly, not just for individuals, but by industries. So for me, as a, as a leader, a great piece of advice to, to share with you is to find yourself a mentor, someone you can sit down with and talk to and have a really frank discussion about the roles that you're aspiring to, you, you're aspiring to and ask them how do they get ahead? What do they recommend for you to 
help you move forward. So build that relationship with a mentor. Identify someone you want to have that conversation with and sit down, request the meeting, just chat, buy them a coffee if they've got the time. Chat about what it is you'd like to, you'd like to know. And this could be an, on, an ongoing relationship. In an ideal scenario, scenario, you'll have an ongoing relationship with a mentor. But if your target feels unable to commit, just make sure that when you have those first couple of meetings or even that one meeting, you have a list of questions that you'd like to ask that will help you further your development. Now, six, I've talked about your manager, but you want to make the most out of your manager meetings. And I'm going back to the first point I said when I said your one-to-ones. And it may seem like a chore sometimes to you to have these meetings, but your mindset needs to change. It needs to focus on the fact that this is quality time with someone who matters. And my question to you is how engaged are you during this time? Let me reiterate, this is your time, your dedicated time for you to lay out what support you need from your manager. So put some effort into preparing for that meeting. What are the questions you want to ask that will aid your development? Now, I'm taking a big sigh here because I can appreciate that there are times that your manager may not be so engaged. Sometimes they get distracted, you know, about their environment, you know, phone calls, emails. So look at the ways that you can control that environment to avoid them being distracted. Take them to a coffee, you know, down the canteen, take them away from the desk, hold the meeting at your desk and politely ask if you can both focus your conversation as you have a number of questions you'd really like to ask. And if they're really that busy, then it's even more imperative that you make your meeting really beneficial and all the parties need to be engaged. When you're in the meeting, take that time to really listen to what is being said. Be totally engaged. And if you're receiving feedback to request, listen to the words being used, what the nuances, the body language, it's all about communication so that you can identify a different way to approach the subject. And then lastly, you know, the last thing I would say to do here, or maybe not, maybe the last one, yeah. So, you know, checking on your friends. There's power in peer partnerships. That's liaising with a colleague in a different part of the business. Maybe doing a role you're aspiring to, just like your manager, have a chat with them, or maybe speak to their manager so to see if there's a way that you could spend some time in their department, maybe shadowing um, them in their job to see what they're doing. Now, this is my last point here. My last point to really hear is invest in yourself. How can you expect a relative stranger, your manager, to invest in you if you're not prepared to invest in yourself? As women, we have a tendency to place our self-worth below the needs of others and their needs above ourselves. So make you a priority and invest in your personal development. So it's a shameless plug for me here. Let's have a chat about your career. Don't forget you can email me at info at janissutherland.com to arrange a no obligation chat about how I can help you progress your career. Or you can visit my website, janissutherland.com or follow me on all the socials. I am Janice Sutherland, especially LinkedIn. But I really would look forward to having a chat with you and helping you develop a career that's more aligned to your 40-something values and priorities. And all to remember, as I always say, if I can, you can, this woman can. Take care until next time.